Welcome to Real Souls with yours truly, Peggy Bennett. I am here to welcome back uh, Barbara Badalotti. Hi, Barbara. Hello, Peggy. It's good to be here again. <laughs> I remember the first time <laughs> you were here and I had to rehearse several times how to pronounce your last name. <laughs> like a lot of body, Badalotti. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Works every time. <laughs> so, um, the uh, last episode we had you on was, gosh, in the very kind of early stages of my podcast, Real Souls, and it was episode five, which listeners, if you haven't had a chance to listen to, please do so. It's titled From Broke to Blissful, and Barbara has um, some just great insight and her own personal story, which uh, is quite something, and she shares a lot of great nuggets. So I wanted to throw that out right away. And um, for those who haven't um, heard that episode yet, I want to remind everyone what Barbara does. She teaches and coaches women entrepreneurs how to fast-track their business success with the right strategy, marketing, and mindset for them to be profitable and blissful in their business and lives. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can have it all. <laughs> And um, this is kind of, not kind of, but this is going to be a very fun um, podcast. And um, we both kind of came up with the idea of this. I'll give a little background and you can chime in at any time. But it was back in the early days after this episode five, um, literally, I think, afterwards, because my personality is the type that... <laughs> I'm real big picture, have these great ideas, but I need someone to really hone them in and streamline them. And I'll never forget when I got done with my podcast, um, uh, you just had this great nugget that would probably be really obvious. But for someone with my personality, I didn't think so. But you said something like, oh, Peggy, for um, your closing, um, when you close your podcast, you should just have it written down, um, you know, just a little closing statement. And I'm embarrassed to tell you, as Nick knows, <laughs> to this day, I don't I don't even have anything consistent. So there you but go. But you do close and you do let people know how to reach you. And that is bringing more business into your business. So I know. You you are doing it. I know. It's, <laughs> it's always like when you're in the moment of doing what you love, you sometimes forget you need to market yourself and, let, and share with people. So, yeah. So as soon as you said that, though... I'm like, okay, um, can I hire you as my business coach? It was just that simple piece of advice because what I love about your personality and why it aligns so much with mine is um, you have that spiritual side, you have that business side and that detail side, and um, so it married very well with mine. So yeah. And yeah. you know, it's interesting too, because even when I'm done with working with a client that day or five months later or something, my mind is still thinking, oh, they could do this. Oh, what about that? Oh, I got to call them and let them know about this. So <laughs> I, I mean, my mind, and that's just how I work. Right. And so, and I want all of us to be profitable. I want all of us to have that blissful life because it's just so much better. <laughs> 
period. It's just butter. And congratulations on all these podcasts. Oh, and it was thank one you. of the podcasts that I was listening to when you interviewed um, Nicolette with the Feng Shui. Uh-huh. That also was a tipping point for one of the reasons that you're having me on the show, which is because I fell okay. in love. So oh, your podcasts are really valuable. I would I would highly recommend everybody tune in to Real Souls with Peggy Bennett. Yeah. yeah. So now you just heard a sneak peek of why you are here. <laughs> fall, fell in love. So um, so what happened is along with uh, matchmaking, I really felt a pull from the universe um, to do more coaching thanks to it was my very first um, podcast, Manifest Your Soulmate. I had um, Suzanne as a female member, and she had a wonderful open mind, and I just said, you know what, can you be a guinea pig? I want to take you through these manifesting steps. And she ended up um, finding her soulmate, and and I was um, honored to um, get ordained and marry them on Valentine's Day. So they celebrated their year anniversary last Valentine's Aww. Day. So that uh, got me going like, okay, there's something to this, and I've just always been just have loved slash kind of a little obsessive about the whole manifesting. Um, so I, it's something that I think is so great because you, you're actually co-creating, right, with the universe. So you're, so to speak, somewhat in the driver's seat. So it's very empowering, I guess, is what you want to say. Yeah, and we're actually always manifesting. Yes, yes. Right? No matter Good what, whether you're it. conscious of it or yes. not. And so you creating this program made it more deliberate, and it also was comprehensive, and it had the appropriate steps. And so... When we started working together, I had a little snippet of what you did, and I said, oh, this is (laughs) going to be so important for people. How do we put this together as a program that you can add into your business? And again, like you did with that client. Right. And how you were able, and then she used the steps that you had created, and it worked. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, a perfect marriage, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, yeah, you were great because um, I have that big picture idea and, okay, I have these steps. But then there's times where I literally just have that writer's block and you had that gift. You just sat down shoulder to shoulder next to me and you're like, okay, Peggy, we are just going to just let's just write it out and team up and you got this and it yeah and you just kind of dumped right because you have all this within you in your mind you've practiced it I'm gonna start crying well it's true it was so like thank you so much Mm -hmm. and so you already had it you just need somebody to say okay let's extract it and let's organize it and make it so that people understand what you're offering and that they can apply it And again, that's, and I do this, I mean, I've done gratitude journals for decades. I've done where I believe that that's possible. I mean, there's a few times where I'm doubtful thinking, no, I'm 60 (laughs) years old. Nobody's going to love me. I've already gone through divorce. No, you know, the whole self-doubt and self-loathing. And that's, again, where you come in. I mean, this podcast is just such a love fest, right? So that, again, is where we took what you already have and you know works and just put it together in an organized fashion. And then I even applied it and did it the way that 
it works versus just me piecemealing it, which I, as a person, as a woman, was doing that. Mm-hmm. And so it's this was also, I mean, I didn't know it at the time it was going to serve me by helping you, but of course it did. <laughs> we have to get to this. I mean, we keep dripping these like juicy I know, little. <laughs> I know. So go, go. You, you, while I dry my tears, you go. That just kind of was overwhelming gratitude I felt for you. Well, so. and I don't know how much of the steps you're going. Do you want to share with the listeners or do you want me just to share like from the end and we'll work backwards? Or what do you, what feels right for you? Um, You know, you can, what, what, Um, I guess we can start with. Ones that has resonated with you, because I think I have a feeling my big picture self, mm. I I might in future episodes have, you yes. know, other guests on. Yes. Well, I think for me, again, as I was saying, being grateful for my life was a big piece that also was wove into another component, which was the surrendering And what happened on New Year's Eve was me just, I I did my little rituals and my yoga practice and all the things I like to do on New Year's Eve to close the year and be grateful for that. And then also be grateful for my life. And one of the things that came from it was, you know, I've been really wanting to manifest and have love in my life. And I'm actually okay if that never happens which is really, truly, to be honest with you, the first time that I really, truly Mm. believed that. Believe that. Believed Mm -hmm. that and was okay with that. Because it's one thing to say it, and then there's still a little part of you that's going, no, I really, really want that. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Right, for anything, whatever it could be. Uh, For me, that was was where I think that the big thing happened. And what was interesting, talking about manifesting, so all the things like when, when you have the component of asking, writing it down, being really clear, knowing that you're worth having love, knowing you're worth that you're unique and special and somebody will be also that unique, special person for you. All these different aspects of of the Manifest Your Soulmate program that you did, you have, is that in all of that asking and all of these other things that I was doing before New Year's Eve, Probably about the second week in December, I received a call from a matchmaker, one that we know, and um, and she said, I'd like you to meet somebody. And I said, okay. And she told me all about him, and he's in Portland. He was born and raised there, two children there. They're in their 30s with their partners, um, a very successful business. His mother's in her 80s. She's there. He's very involved with the community. So there was no way he's coming to Seattle. <laughs> and I've, I just moved here three years ago. And so I, I was like, okay, that's fine. Well, the next day I got up and I saw Mount Rainier and I saw the mountains and I was going to my office and I had lunch with a girlfriend and I just thought, I don't want to move to Portland. I, I'm settled here. So I called her back and I said, nope, don't want to see anybody that's like in another, I'm not moving. Not moving. Now, this is kind of interesting because sometimes the universe or whatever Mm -hmm. power creates those things that line up for us. Mm -hmm. We sometimes stop it right before. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped it, right? Because Mm -hmm. I had my own agenda. Yes. Not moving, like it here. Took me three years to get settled. Mm -hmm. I finally have friends, all of that, right? 
And two weeks later, and she honored that, and she called him, and that was that. Two weeks later, she called me, and she said, I really think you should see him. I said, what is this? Is there no other women in Portland? I mean, (laughs) is this a mail order bride? What is I mean, are you, like, short of dates? I mean, why are you calling me again? And it was the best decision because I said, okay, fine. I I will see him. So it was actually in January that he came up from Portland, and we had dinner, which was five hours. And mm-hmm. everything has been so easy and so fun. Mm-hmm. We laugh all the time. We have great communication. And when I pull out the list that you had me write of everything that I truly wanted and who I was becoming and who I am to attract that person, which I had to do that inner work, we know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better than my list. It's just unbelievable. So mm-hmm. it is believable, though. It is believable. That is the universe right there. Yeah. So you know when you know, you just know. Mm -hmm. And I know. And so does he. And it's easy. I think that's another aspect. But you have to do the work, which is what you've laid out in this program. Out of curiosity, when did you know? (laughs) We both walked into the restaurant at the same time. And we just looked at each other. and, And then throughout, you know, how he treated me and the conversations we had and the playfulness that we had together and uh, little things that mattered to me, even things like we have the same walking pace, which I know sounds silly, but have you ever, it's like the Goldilocks and three, you know, I mean, it's like (laughs) some guys I'd be with and it was like, it didn't quite feel right even walking. Right. Like my arm didn't work in his, like little things like that where you're like, that's no big deal. Right. But But in this case, you guys just fit. It just everything fit. Yeah. And it's still like continuously. So can you, for some listeners, um, can you talk a little more about the surrendering? Yeah, that's the hardest one, isn't it? Yes. So I've learned this little motto that when I think I've surrendered, surrender more. Mm, I have seen that. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's a Gabby Bernstein. It's a Gabby yeah, Bernstein. Yeah, because I love yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think it's one of her recent um, videos. So you having that in the program and knowing what that concept was or is uh, and then practicing it, practicing it. So mm-hmm. I think that it all is about awareness, awareness of what am I thinking, and am I truly letting this go and trusting? Exactly. So trust is a big word, right? And, and yeah. the hows and the whens, I like to say, are none of our business. Don't tie God's hands, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's um, Now, one thing, one thing about this I think is so fascinating is I'm a lifetime learner, so I'm always learning things, and, and I actually have it written down here um, because one thing— I just learned recently about the surrendering, which you may already know this, but um, you can ask the universe for help. Yeah. And if so, um, just say, can you please guide me? And that demonstrates a level of trust. And then when you get help, accept it and let it lead you down the path. That's really good. I want to talk another thing about surrendering, which was had to do with Nicolette doing that feng shui. I don't know what episode that is, but that was a really good one. She actually did a couple for you. One of them was about the bedroom and about yes, love, right? Love. Yes. So I was listening to that, and we both are friends with Nicolette. So, of course, I wanted to listen to that. And uh, I just did a few of the things that she suggested. But what I think 
happened with that is I did my little th- I put my little two bird statues. I did my little love corner. I did the things that she suggested, and then I let it go because then I thought, well, I've done everything. I've done my feng shui. I've done my program with Peggy. I've done my little ritual with New Year's Eve and letting it go, knowing I'm going to be fine no matter what. So I think it was a couple of different things because then your mind just relaxes and then you go live your life and you have a great time and then it shows up. So that's that Mm -hmm. total surrendering, releasing because you're not thinking about it and writing your list and where is he and oh my gosh, could that be him? And Right? We get in that Yes, and I love how you said living your life, having fun, exactly. Doing what you love, even if it's like for some women uh, or men, picking up a new hobby or something, if they have t- extra time on their hands, um, doing something that they're passionate about or something that's been on their list and they haven't had a chance to do, because that raises your vibration. And that's that bliss factor that yes. I'm all about with whether it's life coaching or business coaching. It's like, yes, you have to do the work and be on earth and do your life. And you have to stay in a high vibration. You have to be in that bliss of your life is incredible. It's mm-hmm. awesome. It's wonderful. So make more of that because, again, then you're going to attract the yes. same kind of person. And that is why gratitude is the first step. Um, it's done, in my mind, purposely. I always say it's like a building a house. You need your foundation first. And to me, I think gratitude is like foundation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what's another nugget besides the um, surrendering? And that was the other thing, too. When we were on the date, uh, he looked at me and he said, how come you're so grateful? And I said, oh, because I get to see these colors and taste this food and have conversation with a new person. And there's so much to be appreciative of. And he was really impressed with that. Mm. So don't be afraid to be vulnerable too, Mm. right? On your Mm -hmm. dates. And I think that that was one of the things I learned in your program too, to really embrace who I am. Because we've all been on dates where we... I probably wouldn't have said that mm-hmm. 10 years ago or isn't right? that the truth so part right. of my self-worth and you you really held you know you really helped me with this and my value and not being afraid to share that and be vulnerable and be myself and be authentic because he even has said to me I've been on many many dates and not even to the third date but because of you being so real and being so authentically who you are, mm. I, he said, you know, it just really turned him on. Mm. <laughs> so I think that mm-hmm. was, an, I know that was another component that you had in the program that we, we embraced even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I, makes us special. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You're just glowing over I know, here. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm so grateful. See, I'm grateful about does, that too. Does, <laughs> does he know you're doing a podcast on this by chance? Uh, not yet. But- <laughs> He may never, but no, he'll know. We share. We share. He'll love it. Oh, that's awesome. He did, yeah, he went to a yoga class with me, so there you go. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. First time ever? Yes. And what did he think? Loved it. And one of the things I, you know, he golfs. I, I practice yoga, so totally dif- different in some ways. But, but what he said is it's important for me to get to know you and what you love and appreciate. So I think I'm going to have to go on the golf course at some point too. 
Now, did you mention a, a little about forgiveness? That that helped. Oh, that's another big one, isn't it? Fully charged. Yes. Forgiveness, which is for is is giving for and to ourselves. Yes, definitely. It took me a long time to wrap my head around that, uh, especially when uh, we've been hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking at past relationships and really coming from a place of forgiving and letting go, but also a deeper level, similar to the surrendering, was wanting that person to have a good life. Because I would forgive, but then there was, a again, a little part of me was like, oh, I just, I really, I really hope that they... <laughs> Never, you know. I mean, just this little vengeful part of us, right? The dark, the dark side of us. And so, yeah, it was. It, I finally got to a point of like looking at all those past relationships, being grateful for the gifts, what I learned from them, because I learned more of what I want in a relationship, and so that they were people along the way, as all of our relationships are, and also to realize that. I want them, I can, I can also not only let them go, but be happy and want them to be happy and want them to also have a good, blissful life. That mm-hmm. was a big step. And uh, I think that was also a huge component of, of me being where I am today. Mm-hmm. And what I do with my clients is I have them write down, whether it's themselves, forgiving themselves, which 99.9% it is, along with any exes. It could even be um, uh, colleagues or uh, family members. You'd be amazed Mm -hmm. of the forgiveness that needs to occur sometimes and write it down knowing that no one will see it and then doing a burning ceremony. And it's Mm -hmm. really, really impactful just to have that quote unquote purge I'm glad you mentioned that about forgiving ourselves because we really don't always think about that. And that really has to be in a place of self, of compassion. And again, yes. kind of goes into that self-worth. And and uh, so, yeah, that's a... I use that compassion word too. Exactly. Exactly. Be, right. be gentle be on ourselves. Be kind to ourselves. Exactly. Right. And realize that we were doing the best that we could. At mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. with the understanding, awareness, and knowledge that we had, that's a Louise Hay. Oh. That's a Louise Hay quote. Yeah. Aww. So that always like, oh, oh, even that person or I was doing truly the best that we could at that time with the awareness, knowledge, and understanding that we had. It's so much like... So I tie just, in Louise Hay, actually, with... Um, I've added a few things since you and I have worked mm-hmm. together. Um, of course, right? That's the fun yeah, of it. Yeah, evolution, right. right? Of your business and yourself. <laughs> so the self, self-love, self self-worth, and what it, what's interesting is I'm tying in things I actually did on my journey. So, and you've talked about this during um, a speaking engagement I've gone to is mirror work. Yes, mirror work and look in your eyes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you. I mean, it's the fastest way to, to connect with yourself. Mm-hmm. And rarely do we do that or we start criticizing when right. we're looking at ourselves. Right. So, yeah, having that quiet space and being able to look in your eyes mm-hmm. and just coming from that place of, of, again, maybe even just your younger self. Yes. I mean... Even yesterday and a year ago and when you were a six-year-old and exactly right, all those little little children within ourselves. 
Exactly. And until now, and just, I love you just how I am just right now at this point. Mm -hmm. Not 10 pounds lighter, but just right now. And that is such an important piece of being in a relationship because so often we want that other person to fill us up Mm -hmm. and to make us happy and to be part of our joy factor. And so I think that's another huge piece is that you're responsible for your own happiness Mm -hmm. and that bliss factor. And what do you need to do to make sure that you stay centered? And one of the things is mirror work. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can go to the mirror and just say, what's going on? Rather than looking to another person. But again, sometimes we get into relationships where we want that from the other person because it feels good. Right, right. But it's not really as an evolved, mature relationship that will sustain itself. Right. You know, so that's another growth that I've experienced, too, by, Mm -hmm. by exploring this further. And the beautiful thing about going through these um, steps is that you end up attracting someone, ding, 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 who mirrors you, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing. So he's done his work. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's he's done in a different way. But he's still but done okay. it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the bottom line. He's done it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I, I know you well enough that you, I mean, that's just how it works, is you're going to attract someone mm-hmm. that's on a sub- similar vibration, because I know you well enough. You wouldn't be to this point um, if if he wasn't. Exactly. Right? Yes. I mean, all those characteristics, he is compassionate. He is very understanding. And he shows and tells me that every single moment. So, and again, I think it's because I have done that inner work as well that I can recognize it in him, Mm, right? mm -hmm. And he obviously too, or he wouldn't recognize it in me because Mm -hmm. in a way we kind of all are mirrors Mm -hmm. to one another. absolutely. It's a whole nother podcast, Peggy. Absolutely. (laughs) Perfect. We'll have you back. Um, what What is your love language by the way? Oh gosh, what are the five? I know definitely. um, Um, There's... Touch, gifts, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, touch for sure. Quality time. Let's go with gifts. Quality. <laughs> Can I just choose all five? Yeah, let's go with gifts. Hint, hint. If, if the mystery man is listening, let's go with gifts. Oh, he's awesome that way. <laughs> Check. Yes. <laughs> Lots of different ways we give each other gifts, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. So, um... Let's see. What other things, any other little uh, takeaways that? Well, I know that for, I mean, we're speaking a lot to women, but it, this really is appropriate for men and women, no matter what kind of relationship they're looking for. Well, guess what? I got to interrupt you there because you and I haven't caught up, but I, <laughs> my business right now with this um, eight stuff yes. on how to manifest your soulmate, it's 50-50. It's half men, half women Yes, in my program. Can you yes, believe that? I can. Because again, <laughs> we were like looking at, okay, how do we increase the profitability and how do we reach more people and how do we create more love in the world? I mean, that was our objective. So when we were sitting down, I said, okay, Peggy, let's get real, right? real souls. Let's get real about your business. So I am so happy to hear that. And you deserve it. You do great work. Uh, Thank you. But it is, it's like 
amazing. It's, um, yeah, I'm not, I won't cry again, but. Well, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. In business. I mean, you have to diversify a little bit, as long as it's still in the same genre. I mean, you have to still be true right. to yourself right. and what right. your gifts are and, and so on. But by you, by you creating this as well and being able to serve more people, it's just smart business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, it's more than that for me because I really feel like it's um, it's feeding my soul. Yeah, and also it gives it's something that you do naturally anyway, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and most people don't do this. They don't do these steps, or mm-hmm. they do like I was before, where I was just kind of picking and doing. Oh, I'll do this now, but I never really looked at surrender, not really. Mm-hmm. So, and then to have your guidance and you walking me through it and we're working through different things at different, so it really is nice to also, like both of us working with a coach, working with somebody that can hold us accountable, that's an expert and uh, is there to serve. So um, one thing I wanted to touch on, and I apologize that I haven't listened to any, but um, you have some meditations out there, don't you? Yeah, actually, you know what? There's this app called Insight Timer. Uh-huh. It's like Calm and some of the other ti- um, apps that help people with meditation, uh, different music, and different guided relaxation. And and so I had created a CD, I don't know, 15 years ago, put it with the Library of Congress. It's called Sleep in Peace, Wake with Joy. And so I just happened to get this email as, of course, the universe would line it up from Insight Timer. And I forgot how many millions of people they have meditating all over the world. And they said, we would like to include your tracks. So I've gone on and done other meditations for them as well. So yeah, Barbara Badalotti on Insight Timer. I think I have like, I don't know, 1.2. I don't know how many followers I have. It's just, it's kind of funny. The first time they put my track up, you could actually see like 100, 200, 300 people, oh, like cool. starting to go on. And I know That's it was fun. so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. And there again, being of service to more people mm. to help them relax and have a good night's sleep. So, yeah. So is that what it's geared around is for people at night that have a hard there time is, sleeping? There is a whole category for sleeping, okay. but then there's other ones too. Again, manifesting, um, chakra, there's all kinds of guided there's all kind of there's great teachers on there, uh, yeah. So I would suggest people check that out. It's nice to go to sleep every night with something that's beneficial. Yeah, yeah. And I do have a few on my website as well. Blissful Business Mentorship. So out of curiosity, because this just came to me with the um, ask, um, talk to me and the listeners about how you went uh, um, went about your list, your little wish list, mm-hmm. and did you read it just once? Did you read it daily? Just go in a little detail with that. So there's a couple things. One is I've done this before, and I did attract some really great relationships. They just didn't last. And I also take responsibility for that, for where I was in my life at that time. There was a couple of things. When I was writing the list again, I already knew from those previous lists what I wanted. So that helped. And also I was observing other people and couples. So if I saw a couple Hmm. that were being affectionate or having engaging conversation, I thought, that's a good model for me. 
which is kind of interesting because I was coaching somebody at the time and she was, she was um, saying, I went in and I was at Target and this couple were holding hands and everything. And I said, oh, that's great. That's like a model, right? So it helped me to say, oh, I'm going to hone in on people that have healthy happy relationships. Mm -hmm. And so part of the list was also looking for evidence that that existed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had a girlfriend that her uh, fiance bought her a beautiful wardrobe. And I thought, ooh, that'd be nice. And I added it to my list. Right. And so and Mark and I were shopping the other day. We were just like hanging out in Ballard and going to different boutiques and stuff. And he's like, well, do you like this? Do you like this? I'm mm-hmm. thinking, oh, there's my shopping, right? Like somebody who loves to do that with me. So when when you're writing your list, you can also look out into the world and refine the list by things that you like and see. So I was, I think I was enhancing the mm-hmm. list that mm-hmm. I just had written in the past. Okay. And then when I wrote it with you, then I enhanced it even more by using things that I was seeing out in the world and incorporating them into that list, which also fed into the emotion mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what that would feel like mm-hmm. to have somebody that likes to walk through boutiques and look at clothing and say, oh, this would look good on you or, mm-hmm. right? Which I never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. So I think being aware of of your surroundings, and again, choosing what do I like, what don't I like, even if you're not in a relationship. I like your take on it. It's like a real-life vision board, in a way. That's sweet. That's sweet, Peggy. You're right. That's what it was. (laughs) A living vision board. But then then I did something with it. Right. I, you know, I went home and I actually wrote it down and felt what it would feel like for me to have that, as well as, you know, doing a I do have a vision board, too. Seeing it in real life, though, it it is so much more natural to have emotions than, um, you know, than seeing it out of a magazine or something. So um, I really like mm. that the that take on yours. It makes it even more powerful because emotions are essential. So as your business coach, I want you to include that in your program now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, baby. That's another, yeah, another component of the asking uh, session. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I know. See, learn something new every day. This is the nice thing about collaboration. Oh, I know. I I know. You wonder it's better and better. You wonder you wonder why I do these podcasts. It's yeah. it's because I learn from them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we I, learn from them too. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> so um well we are gonna be ramping up, but I wanna know, um, out of curiosity for me and the listeners, because we haven't touched base for a long time, is what's on the horizon for you these days? How can listeners reach you and what's going on in your business and all the exciting things you have to share besides your love life. I know. So I I love working with wellness practitioners because and life coaches and health coaches because that's what I've been doing for 30 some years in this wellness arena. So what's super exciting in the Blissful Business Mentorship is these 30, 40 year old women that are getting their certifications but also needing all of this business and marketing and mindset to put all the pieces together 
together. There's so many pieces. So what I decided to do, and it just launched in January, is a small group program called Biz Acceleration. Mm. And it's 12 weeks, and we use uh, Daniel Laporte's desire mapping, and we back it into 90, 60, and 30 days. And then we meet every single week, and there's belief statements. There's the love seat portion, so if people have any anxiety or things they need to work on, or maybe all of a sudden they have something that they need to negotiate or client, how do they get more clients, or how do they set up their pricing, how do they create packages, uh, how do they market it, what's their pitch, and even every week, them saying their pitch and their elevator speech, they get more comfortable, we refine it, they keep working on it, they have this community that they're sharing it with. So I would say this small group biz acceleration is really rewarding, and uh, the spring one is starting in a few weeks, and there's already five health coaches that are enrolled, and there's uh, a few more openings. So, and also there's a life coach from Tony Robbins' program. So it's just really, really Mm. amazing that I can customize based on who's in that group Mm -hmm. and really give them the things that they need so that they can start being profitable now, you know, in a practical sense. And work on the things that are coming up for them now versus trying to figure it out or piecemeal it later on. It's like this, like what you did with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I had all these pieces, but I was just trying to put them together by myself. And it's much more challenging. And in business, especially when you're just getting your certification or you're stepping into this, or maybe you've even been doing it for a few years, to put together something that makes sense and has strategy and it's going to actually get you from A to Z the way that you need to go so you don't burn out and you're not overwhelmed and you're not by yourself, mm-hmm. especially being an entrepreneur. So that's what I'm excited about right now, definitely. That's really exciting. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. And it's, a, and it's a lower price point because it's a small group. So everybody can afford it versus doing one-to-one private coaching. And what's your website? Uh, blissfulbusinessmentorship.com. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And your Instagram? Um, it's Blissful Biz, B-I-Z. And then also Facebook and all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And I've got Journey Dance going and all kinds of good fun stuff. But thank you so much for having me here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the and Journey sharing. Dance and all that is on your website, I assume, right? Journeydancebliss.com mm-hmm, in Seattle. And that's pretty amazing just because it's a women's empowerment workshop, Awaken Your Sassy Soulful Self. Yeah. So it's somatic. Share a little about that. Yeah. In fact, you went to one I of did. Them. I did. Yeah. So I created this probably about 10 years ago, just taking my Nia and yoga and five rhythms and all the different types of movement uh, uh, practices that I've been working on and using and enjoying for 30 some years. And then all of the positive psychology, all of the ways that I've encouraged women to uh, step into their power and live more blissfully. So every month I create a different theme. It can be on self-esteem. It can be on letting go. And then we move through about 12 different themes or different world music that have anything from immersion, empowerment, shamanic, uh, bliss, prayer, sensuality, so that 
because women especially, we have so much energy that gets trapped in our bodies because mm-hmm. we sit and we walk and we run and we don't really move the way we were designed to. So Journey Dance Bliss allows women to not only move their bodies, but then the journaling and the meditation I incorporate with it allows them to do some inner work and process work so that they have this two-hour experience that moves them in ways that it's just, it's one of those things that you can't really describe. You have to experience it. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. very unique. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. unique. It was yeah. great. It you is felt great. differently, didn't you, at the end? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very freeing and loose and liberating. Mm-hmm. And um, and just you're you're so warm and inviting and loving. And it's it's a very safe atmosphere. Yeah. So um, you have to feel safe if you're going to move, even if I give you a scarf. <laughs> yeah, so that's once a month in Fremont at uh, Balance Studio. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, so that's on journeydancebliss.com. Well, we are wrapping it up, and um, congratulations on yeah. everything. This is just so exciting. Oh, my gosh, I just can't believe it. Well, um, thank you. And um, if this sounds intriguing to you listeners, please look up straighttotheheart.net. You can book a, a spot on my calendar for a 30-minute discovery phone call that's complimentary. And I'd love to see if it's a um, fit for you. And um, thank you, Nick from Cloud Studios. And everybody have a great day out there. 